welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And on today's episode, I want to take a quick little moment to say that my heart, number one, goes out to all the people, all the victims, all the families that was touched negatively by this natural disaster that occurred in eastern Kentucky. If anybody's not aware, there was a massive flood in eastern Kentucky and it devastated the area. I think um, the total death rate might be around, you know, 37 fatalities up to this point. And it's a very sad situation, man. And I just want everybody to know that my heart goes out to all of those families, anybody that may have, uh, you know, family members that may have lost their property or their possessions, anybody that has a loved one that may have been injured or unfortunately may have passed. I just want to say that I'm praying for you and I hope everything gets better and um, my heart goes out to you. Now, with that being said, I do want to take a little time to actually salute our 2022 basketball team because as soon as, you know, the word got out about what happened in Eastern Kentucky, the kids stepped up, led by the coach, uh, John Calipari, like they always do. And they decided to host an open practice and have a telethon while they were having an open practice and raise some money uh, for the relief effort for the victims of the Eastern Kentucky floodings. And they did a hell of a job, man. They raised $2.4 million. And, you know, I'm very, uh, you know, it just makes me really happy to say that I'm, you know, that's my team. And I'm really proud of those young men. And it just shows what kind of character they have and what type of uh, men they're going to grow up to become. It all seemed like, you know, it's a, a great group of young men that's going to be on the basketball team this year. And I'm really proud of those gentlemen. And actually, uh, you know, we got to salute Anthony Davis as well, our former uh, University of Kentucky all-world everything basketball champion. Uh, he actually donated $350,000. And, you know, I, I just really appreciate guys like that that still uh, give back. Um, you know, Anthony Davis has gone on to have major success in the NBA. And it's just really, um, you know, it's really heartwarming to see that he still holds Big Blue Nation in his heart. And, you know, he was able to take some of his money and donate to the relief effort. And hopefully, like I said, they'll put that money to good use and try to, you know, it's probably going to take some years to restore and get everything back to normal. But hopefully, you know, the money that the cats raised and anybody else may have donated on the side, hopefully it'll be a good start to try to get things back to normal. And, um, you know, like I said, our heart goes out to those people. But in the midst of this, the Wildcats were preparing for their Bahamas trip. And we got to see a little bit of, uh, you know, little bit of action. Cats had a little open practice. I actually didn't go. They, um, it was an open practice at Rupp Arena. I wish that I would have went, but I didn't go. I watched some highlights here and there. And I wanted to tell you what I saw from the highlights. First of all, I do have to take into consideration that this is just a practice. It's a practice amongst the team. 
And sometimes it's kind of hard to really gauge what you really seeing, if it's really legit or if it's just, you know, fool's gold, if you will. Right. And, you know, based on me already having, you know, those biases, I'm going to tell you what I thought about the practice. Number one, it seemed like some players are, especially some players from, that came from last year's team, just seem that they uh feel a little more free, a little more uh, confident in themselves. And one person that stood out a lot to me was uh, Jacob Toppin. He seems like if you compare him to last year, he just seems so much more free and uh, look like he's playing on instincts a lot. He's using his athleticism. He's he's driving the ball to the basket. He's popping the three-pointer. It just seems like he's just very confident right now, and I hope that he's able to maintain that throughout the season because we would definitely need somebody like that, like a just a high-energy player that's not afraid to take and make big shots, which is what it looks like he's shaping up to be. You know, I had earlier I had said that I was hoping that Kentucky would go to a small ball lineup, but after seeing Jacob topping the way he's playing, it kind of makes me uh, second-guess that thought a little bit because I'm like, well, if he's going to play like this, then maybe he's definitely going to have to be in there a lot. Um, I want to speak about Damian Collins real fast and just say, this guy just has some incredible length. When you just look at how he's built, he's just made to be a professional basketball player. He's tall. His arm, his wingspan is just crazy. He's super athletic. And he looked like he was playing a little more free as well. He was making some moves off the dribble. He was uh, shooting some step-back jumpers, taking some three-pointers. So I'm not saying that I want to see these guys popping threes all over the place, but it is very encouraging to see guys get out there and look like they've improved, look like they're more confident, look like they're just more sure of what they're doing, and like they're not really uh being – ate up by the pressure. Like I said, I know this was an open practice and I'll have more of an idea about what I think about them when I watch them perform in the Bahamas. But like I said, those two guys really stood out to me. And, you know, moving along, when I looked at Severe Wheeler, Severe Wheeler is just a dog, man. Like he's not going to ever be the most talented guy on the court. He's never going to be the fastest. He's never going to be the biggest. But he might, outside of maybe Oscar Sheway, he might always be the guy that's the toughest, that plays the hardest. He just seems like one of those guys that he's just going to always give you 100% of whatever it is he has to give, man. And uh, he looks more confident as well, shooting his jumpers. You know, he always pushed the ball. That's what he does. So hopefully this year um, it looks like we're going to have some decent shooters out there with him so I would love to see him pushing the ball and transition and getting a lot of guys a lot of open threes and good looks and hopefully uh you know he'd be set to do that like I said I gotta wait and see what he looks like in the Bahamas but another guy that kind of just stood out to me a little bit was Antonio Reeves and you know we always kind of felt like Antonio Reeves could potentially be a bucket I mean he came you know from a mid-major school where he was always getting buckets. I think he averaged 18, somewhere between 18 and 20 points a game. So I was kind of confident that even when he transitions to a major power conference level, 
I was pretty sure that he would be able to help some. And, you know, right off the bat, he looks like he's going to be able to give them some. He just looks very confident. He looks like he's just sure what he's doing out there. And he's just going to have like a knack to score. And um, he looks like he's going to be able to help a whole lot. C.J. Frederick, you know, he does what or he's going to do what I think he's going to do. He's going to get open and he's going to knock down jumpers. He's just capable of knocking two, three jumpers down in a row. Like I said, uh, once he gets fully back healthy, gets, you know, 100% in game shape, he's probably going to be a guy that's going to easily get you two to three threes a game. Um, I can't wait to see him playing uh, in live competition. Like I said, we got to wait and see this Bahamas. It's going to really uh, give me a better idea about this team. But I'm just super excited. I'm not even going to speak about Oscar Sheway. You already know what he does. He does the same that he did last year. Like, we know what we're going to get. We're going to get a guy that's going to rebound and going to score points. We might actually get a little bit better of a three-point shooter. And he actually, I will say this, he actually grabbed some rebounds and pushed the ball up the court, which, like I said, if he wants to be effective on the next level, he is going to have to be able to grab some rebounds and start some fast breaks and uh, lead some transition to get some easy baskets in the NBA. But hopefully uh, looks like he'll be able to do that. So we'll see when the season progresses with him. But like I said, I don't have to stay on him too long. We already know what we're going to get from him. Now, some of the younger guys, Casey Wallace and Chris Livingston, they just look as good as advertised, man. They um, look like physically strong guys that's going to be able to defend multiple positions. They look like solid ball handlers. And Chris Livingston actually might even be a better jump shooter than I thought he was going to be. Casey Wallace looks like at some point he's going to become a really good shooter. Like he just, you can just tell a shooter when you see him shoot, like he just looks like he's going to develop into a, a really good outside shooter. Um, and, you know, hopefully he's going to be working on his combo guard skills because if when he goes to the NBA, he's probably going to have to play a little point guard as well as play off the ball. So I feel like uh, eventually he'll be able to do both pretty easily. But, yeah, but those two young guys look like they're going to be ready to go. They look like they're not afraid. They look like um, they think they are be they belong out there. So, you know, hopefully Calipari is going to have so many more uh, options than he's used to having. And I hope that um, he plays everybody and gives everybody an opportunity. I don't want to see any of these guys uh, sitting on the bench unhappy. I want to see them all involved. I want to see them all playing. I really didn't get to see uh, Lance Ware, um, and I didn't really get to see too much of uh, Duke Thero, but I had been hearing good things about Thero. Uh, Coach Chen was saying that he actually um, has been very surprising to him. He said that he's a lot better than he anticipated him being, especially this early. So that's also very promising to see uh, a dude is actually exceeding expectations already, you know. Um, and then. Everybody already knows we're going to be adding Ugana Kingsley. So hopefully, uh, you know, he'll get he'll get with the team soon. I'm pretty sure he's not going to make the Bahamas trip. Um, I have been hearing that he may uh, he may go back to his country and visit, uh, you know, his people in his home country for a little bit and then come back to the United States and get busy with the Wildcats probably after, you know, they come back from the Bahamas trip. But anyways. You guys let me know when you watched 
what did you think of this team? Um, like I said, I know it's uh, it's kind of hard to gauge. It's a practice. You know, it's, it's no pressure. They just running against the teammates. But I still did see a lot that I was encouraged. So you let me know in the comments section, um, you know, were you encouraged as well? Are you not buying into it just because, you know, like I said, it's a practice. Are you waiting for the Bahamas? Are you excited? Like, I'm really excited. So you let me know what you think. And we'll get back at it next time on Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson. Thank you.